everyone to another episode of Noise Music, where we take the noise and we turn it into beautiful music. We've spent the past episodes discussing the significance of emotional balance, suppressed emotions, and heightened emotional people. Today, we're going to give a short path to solution. I don't like to just bring up topics and just leave them untied. So this is not a deep you know, solution, let's call it a deep path to solution, but it's just some some ideas of being proactive instead of just being reactive and hearing about something. Let's talk about what we could do about it, at least on a smaller, you know, simpler level. Let's discuss firstly the difference between proactive and reactive. Being proactive means taking responsibility for your life and actions rather than just watch, watching how things happen. Being proactive takes time. Since you consider your options, weigh your alternatives, and you make your own decision in order to achieve your goal. So being proactive is a process. A reactive behavior is is influenced by the environment and outside forces. It's kind of like something happens and you react to it. A proactive behavior is anticipating the problem, seeking new solutions, doing your best to to, to come to, to an understanding, to a solution. So being reactive is solving problems when they turn up and kind of always putting out fires in your life. So we want to choose in this class, we want to choose the idea of being proactive. You don't want just the minimum effort to make something happen, but you want to go search, sit down, what works best for you from the ideas that we're going to bring up today. First of all, as in any class, let's bring up some mindset goals. So let's agree on the fact as we've mentioned, that toxic and turbulent emotions have one result, not knowing how to deal with pain. We've discussed in the past that pain is normal in life. It's normal to feel pain. That's called life. But suffering isn't normal. Suffering is a choice. When we don't know how to deal with pain, when we don't know how to accurately deal with pain, and we don't acknowledge it, when we focus on the wrong things, that creates a life or situations of suffering. So pain is what happens to us. But suffering is what we do with the pain. And if we don't do anything with the pain, we just dwell on it or marinate it, marinate in it, that's where the suffering gets prolonged and that's where, that's a choice. So, the un, you know, we would, we would dwell on such things as the unfairness of the situation or, you know, overthinking it into our lives, not just acknowledging it, but overthinking in it or choosing not to let it go, Right. To acknowledge that something hurts, somebody went through something, or if we mentioned that someone is more of an emotional person and they were hurt by a situation, that's acknowledging pain. Now, to not do anything about it or to, to relive it and overthink it and not to, not to work on letting it go, that's ultimately a, that, that's a choice of suffering. Now, we need to observe the pain. We need to observe the challenge. We need to observe the situation because it's trying to tell us something. It, just like we, we were kind of recapping, we've spoken in the past of an emotional pain or emotional situation, whether it be suppressed or it would be over-emotional, is trying to express something to us, just like fever or stomachache is trying to say, hey, you ate something not good. This is also trying to say that situation, for some reason, was not good for me, be it from a suppressed perspective, be it from an overly emotional perspective. Okay, that's great. That's called pain. Now, what do you do with that? What do you do with that? When we have heightened expectations and we don't really bring it into a real, realistic 
solution, that's when we are essentially prolonging the pain and turns into suffering. Okay. What can we do about some, some, how do we hear the message of what our solution is? So we spoke in the past about learning to create silence in the brain. And I'll say this, this, this parable because it's just so powerful, even though we've mentioned in the past. I was giving a class once and um, I was talking about learning to create silence in the brain so that you can hear the solution, you can see the solution, you can feel the solution. So the parable is if you take a little pebble and you're sitting at a quiet pond and you throw the pebble into the pond, you put, place your finger on the water, you feel the ripples. Why? Because there's silence. There's no noise. There's no wind. There's, there's no rain. It's just you can feel the smallest little pebble. But you go into a tsunami and you throw the, the biggest mountain, the biggest rock, the biggest whatever you might be, it'll just get swallowed up because of the turbulence. So we need to create silence in our mind, in our brain, in our life, in order to hear the solution. As I was giving this class, a student raised their hand and they said, you know, um, I was, I just gotten out of a relationship and I started dating another guy and it was going really well. And he said to me, you know, I really see this going somewhere. And when the guy says to you like, Hey, I see this going somewhere. That's kind of saying like, you know, what's, what's next? Let's get ready for something. And they went home and they started doing all these spiritual things and lighting candles and praying and all this solution. Give me a solution. God, give me a solution. And they kind of hit themselves on the head and said, solution. What do you mean? God's telling you. You're being told directly. This guy is amazing guy that works so well for you is telling you, let's take it to the next step. The reason you don't see it is because of the fact that there's turbulence in your mind. There's turbulence in your life and you just can't see the next step. And they obviously, as all good stories would end, got married and so on and so forth. But the point is learning to see a solution, whether we would be heightened emotional people or suppressed emotions or something to that extent, one of the steps needs to be creating silence in our life. Okay, as Eleanor Roosevelt said so wisely, no one can hurt your feelings without your permission. It's, I was reading something interesting about the fact that why is it that sometimes people have a hard time taking even compliments? They tell you you're good at something. You did something great. You have a hard time. Why? Because you give so much weight to other people's judgment that even when they say something good, it's overbearing for us. It's overbearing for us. So we need to learn to, like we said, create silence in our mind. Be comfortable with our decisions. Be comfortable with where we are. That within itself will is a path towards a solution. We mentioned also Rabbi Akiva in all the different stages in his life he was able to learn not to allow the thought process of other people to dictate your actions. That's the power of being proactive versus reactive. Okay, so that's some mindset goals. What about on a practical level? How, how can I be, what can I be proactive with? So expression, learning how to get out your thoughts, to see them in front of you. There's something called free journaling, free writing. It's essentially journaling, but uninhibited. You simply sit in front of a computer with a pen and paper, whatever it might be, and write whatever comes to your mind without editing yourself in that situation. When you go back and read it, you'll start to pinpoint patterns or information that'll start to reveal how you feel. A lot of people, I have a lot of students that have a hard time identifying their emotions. So get into free writing, journaling, 
there's an app that's called Tenzu. No, I'm not making any percentage, but I really wish I was. That you can you can download and use. It's free, and it gives the opportunity, whether it's on your phone or on your computer, to just set up thought processes. I want to write about this situation. I realize that in this predicament, I suppress my emotions. I realize in this predicament, I tend to be overly emotional. Why is that? And you just kind of go at it. Okay, it allows you to, to, to discover a, tr a true sense of self and it to actually build an inner peace because you identify things that you're working on. Okay, this next step in the process will be meditation. I'm not going to go into it because it's beyond the scope of, of this podcast, but just as an idea, why does meditation work? Because meditation is essentially rewriting a script in our mind. Our brain does not know the difference between what we tell it and what's true. If you tell it to be scared of little birds, then it will be scared of little birds. If you see a bee coming into the room and you get terrified, it's because you're telling your brain to react that way. It doesn't know the difference between reality and what is true, what you tell it. So the idea is to, meditation is rewriting the script in your mind. It's reprogramming it. It's identifying the pain. It's it's seeing the outcome. It's it's going in that in that in that path and and to really see what the future will hold from your emotional and mental perspective. You make resolutions. You you are able to focus on creating a reality for yourself. Okay, that is what essentially meditation kind of brings to the table. I would like to say that something I suggest working on is sitting there and being able to meditate on what do I want more of in my life? We believe that we can, if we tap into the endless power, the endless energy that God placed into this world, then you can create your personal abundance from that infinite source. That's kind of a tool in terms of what meditation can do. Another short you know, piece of advice that I could tell you even though these things are a life journey and they need like, you know, real guidance. But as I mentioned, I don't want to just, you know, talk about topics and not at least give a sense of direction for you to be proactive about. It's called stop in the moment. S stands for stop every stop everything the moment you become aware that you're feeling charged up. So you stop. This will create some space between you and the situation. Learn how to not react. So we're going to say, oh, but I'm suppressing. You're right, you are holding back, but you also don't want to make matters worse by reacting in the moment, right? When was the last time your parents or someone was upset at you and angry at you and just ranting and screaming that you actually heeded their advice? Never. So in that heated up, charged up moment, stop. That's S. T, take a deep breath and bring yourself into a state where you can refrain from reacting. This is learning how to not, this is learning how to kind of take a pause. Because I can almost guarantee you the reaction in that moment will probably be not be the one that you want. Oh, obje objectively observe what's happening in the moment and how you're feeling. Give yourself a few moments to pull back and try and see what's the objective, what's really going on here. You know, be realistic about it. Understand that, hey, I'm a heightened emotional person and I'm probably overreacting. You remember the poem that we said? Right? A touch is a blow, a blow about how much highly emotional people overreact to situations and they actually see things differently than others do. 
So it could be this is your perspective of it and your reaction that you want to have right now is an overreaction. P for stop is proceed cautiously and consciously in, in a way that will unfold potential rather than create any more drama. So when you want to take the next step, think about the fact that you want to proceed with caution. You want to create and have a reaction that you can deal with the day after, not something that you know that's going to erase. So take a stop, S, stop, T, take a deep breath, O, be objective about the situation, and P, proceed with caution. These are just like, you know, call them tidbits of things that we could be thinking about after we've been listening to these these few podcasts. These, But what we really want to understand is at least what we want to gain from this process is the identification of knowing who you are. Because once you know who you are, it's, it's, it's in a way half the battle. It's in a way half the work is done because you're able to understand yourself much better and why you're reacting this way. That'll eventually lead when you strengthen that muscle, because the mind is a muscle like any other muscle, when you strengthen that muscle, that will eventually lead to you knowing yourself, knowing how to deal with yourself, knowing how to create a sense of balance and stability, because that's all we want. That's all we want. So I hope in this short podcast, I've been able to give some direction in terms of what could be the next step and what would be a way for you to become proactive. I look forward to our next podcast.